Mike, check one. ready and get over here right now you're darn tootin'. don't you know it's time for the governor's weekly address live from the office of minnesota's number one sports authority he's the governor of sports talk radio and by way of executive order serving you a stimulating dose of sports done right The NBA has suffered a lot of loss in the year 2015. Legendary players like Daryl Dawkins and Moses Malone passing away. Former number two draft pick Neil Walk, a Phoenix Sun center, died at 67. Sixers stat guru Harvey Pollack, the longest tenured NBA employee on the planet, also died, age 93. But Flip Saunders' passing on Sunday was as jarring as any of the rest because we simply didn't know how bad his condition had become. The Timberwolves president and coach was diagnosed with Hodgkin's lymphoma in June. We learned about it in August, and by late October, he was gone. This wasn't like the Lamar Odom situation, where we got daily updates on his condition. Now, thankfully, Lamar is with us, but Flip is not, and the loss is an extremely sad one for the NBA community. He was held in the highest regard, almost four decades of coaching from the childhood outside of Cleveland to the years at University of Minnesota, to the CBA days, on to the NBA, the Pistons, the Wizards, but most notably the Timberwolves. In addition to the fact that he was the 20th winningest head coach in the history of the NBA, his connection with Kevin Garnett is on the short list when it comes to Flip's legacy. KG, as everybody knows, one of the most demanding personalities on the planet, also one of the best players, and their Timberwolves teams in the early 2000s were very good. They reached the Western Conference Finals in 2004, and Kevin obviously went off to Boston to get his championship, but he came back, and that was a testament to Flip and the relationship that they had. Flip Saunders, just 60 years old, is survived by his wife, Debbie, and their four children. Our hearts go out to his family. And what is going on, everybody? Thank you very much for joining us on Sports Done Right tonight. I uh, hope you liked the new intro there. I know I did. And obviously, uh, very somber opening there with the uh, passing of Coach Flip Saunders here, uh, Minnesota Timberwolves head coach, president of basketball operations and part owner of the team, uh, has left us. He passed away from cancer on Sunday at the age of 60. And just wanted to take just a, a couple minutes here to kind of tell you a little bit about Flip from a Minnesota perspective um, one thing that, you know, even though Flip was from Cleveland, he spent most of his life here and he always thought of Minnesota as home. He kept his, uh, family here as well. Um, and, you know, even when he went to Detroit to coach in Washington, the family always stayed here. His, uh, gopher roots, um, obviously dug deep and we are very, very sad here in the state of Minnesota. We're going to miss, uh, the coach. But um, one of the things I wanted to do is to kind of let you know a little bit about the coach's record because Flip was very successful wherever he coached. He uh, started in the uh, very, very low levels of junior college basketball here in Minneapolis at Golden Valley Community College, a suburb just west of the cities here. 
he actually won two championships with that team and uh, went 92-13 and 13 with Golden Valley Lutheran College. Um, they interviewed one of his recent, uh, one of his players from that team on the news. I remember last night and, uh, flipped even kept, kept in touch with folks from way back then. So that was really good to hear. Uh, flip then went on to the old, what was known as the CBA, the continental basketball association. And that's where flip really started to make a name for himself. He really started to, to develop a system that he wanted to bring to the pros that he felt could be successful in the pros. And, you know, one thing that Flip was very good at, hard work. He worked harder than anybody else. He put in more time and the success came. He spent time um, with a few different teams in uh, Sioux City or excuse me, Sioux Falls. But he made the best, the biggest name for himself on the CBA side of things with the Lacrosse Catbirds, Lacrosse, Wisconsin, about two and a half hours south of the Twin Cities here on the uh, Mississippi River. He won two CBA titles. He was, now check this out, he was 253 wins against 137 losses in the CBA. Um, when Glenn Taylor, the owner, bought the team up here, what what he did was, when he was in Sioux Falls at the time, Glenn Taylor bought the Minnesota Timberwolves, kept them from moving to New Orleans, and Flip actually wrote him a letter and said, this is why you need to hire me. This is why I should be the coach of your team. And lo and behold, uh, his former college uh, teammate, Kevin McHale, who was the GM of the Timberwolves at the time, brought him in. And um, they're off and running. So under uh, Flip's first tour of duty here, they, the Timberwolves had eight straight NBA playoff uh, appearances. Uh, that was topped off in 2004 where they lost in the NBA West Finals to the uh, Los Angeles Lakers, who I believe won the title that year. And I remember it was uh, such a wild ride that year. It was so much fun to be a Timberwolves fan, to have Target Center rocking and rolling. And, man, I, I tell you, it was incredible. So um, they lost to the Lakers, like I said, in the you know, conference finals. And one other thing we need to remember about Coach Flip is um, he's the uh, the second most uh, winningest coach in Detroit Piston history as well. He led uh, Detroit to a franchise best 64 and 18 record, but uh, he never made it to the finals with them. Uh, 176 wins in Detroit and um, Washington, which obviously wasn't the best go around for coach, but he uh, had a record there of 51 wins against 130 losses with the Wizards. So. Um, uh, one little story I, I would like to share um, with you about uh, Coach, if you didn't hear it on my uh, tribute show on Sunday, is uh, actually ran into Coach of, at, of all places, a wrestling match. An old uh, WCW Monday Night Nitro had come to town back in the days of Hogan, NWO, uh, Nash and Hall, just, you know, the whole nine with the wrestling. And back when everybody loved the NWO, so... Um, me and my friends, we, we shelled out, we bought, you know, uh, floor tickets, you know, kind of VIP, the whole thing, um, just eating it up, you know, went to happy hour before work. So, um, we're there and I'm like, okay, I got to go use the bathroom. So the bathroom was actually kind of down the galleyway that the team walks through, you know, um, as they're coming out of their locker room, going to the, uh, court, going to the arena. And so I'm in there, you know, doing my business and lo and behold, um, somebody comes in join, on my left side there. All of a sudden, I hear, uh, hey, how's it going? 
you know, I look over and it's Coach Flip Saunders of the damn Timberwolves. I'm like, oh my goodness, no shit. Man, what's up, Coach? How you doing? You know, and we're sitting here, both of us doing our thing. And then on the other side of me, I hear, yo, what's up, big man? And I turn to my right, and this is Stefan Marbury, Starberry himself, man. It was incredible. Incredible. So, um, yeah, I mean, here I am using the bathroom, coach on the left, all-star point guard on the right, and we're and all of a sudden we just start talking about the NWO and about wrestling and you know, Flip just loved Hogan and he loved the Hall of Nash and Stefan was into it all and we're just sitting there doing our thing, man. And then all you know, it was just like, wow, I'm sitting here talking with these two. So anyway, finish up, you know, everybody washes their hands, thank goodness, because we shake hands on the way out. And coach is just like, hey, man, just have a good time. Um, I'm just glad I'm here. We're having a blast. And Stefan was kind of, you know, the same. And, man, it was just a lot of fun. And that was my uh, run in with Coach Flip Saunders. So um, there you go. There you go. Coach Flip and the governor crossing paths, people crossing paths. So anyway, again, um, some of the news that has come out here in the past couple days is is really just um, just heartbreaking on the way that coach went. Uh, it sounds like everything was uh, going good, but when you have these cancer treatments, they pretty much uh, take your immune system down to nothing. They have to lower your immune system for the chemo, and unfortunately, the it seems like, and nobody has come out to say it just yet, but it seems like Coach uh, caught a flu or more likely pneumonia, and within the course of about 24 to 48 hours, he went from basically being okay up and walking around to... You know, in the hospital, and unfortunately, as we now know, they weren't able to get him back. Um, It sounds like he was actually on life support here the past few weeks, breathing on a respirator, and it may have just been time to uh, make a a very uh, um, a decision. Less obviously, none of us would like to make. So, um, hats off to the to uh, Flip's family, the Saunders family. Uh, three daughters, one son. His son Ryan is a assistant coach with the Minnesota Timberwolves, and <clears throat> excuse me, it'd be real interesting to see um, what he does after he takes time away to, you know, grieve the loss of his father, and be interesting to see what the Timberwolves do. But so that's where we're at here. Again, just wanted to give you kind of a, a point of view from the state of Minnesota here. Um, one thing that I would like to say is I am actually going to be at the Wolves opener. Thanks to a good friend of mine, Rodney Kendall. I hope Rodney and his uh, lovely wife, Kathy, are out there listening tonight. Um, Timberwolves season ticket holders, they invited me to go to the opener Monday. So much like we've done before, we're going to do a little live remote. We're going to see if we can do some periscoping. Um, obviously there'll be some type of video tribute or, or some tribute to, to flip for the home opener. They play the Portland trailblazers. So on top of everything else should uh, be a good game. Very excited to watch, uh, Carl Anthony towns, uh, KG, um, you know, the rest of the gang, Tyus Jones, Ricky Rubio, see what they all can do. And like I said, we're, we hopefully going to bring you uh, some of this stuff. So, um, keep your eyes open for me on the periscope. Keep your eyes open for um, Sports Done Right on Spreaker.com. Again, got the new intro, like the thing, uh, Tree Taylor for the the intros, the closing you're going to hear, and the uh, little bits that I'll be playing when we come back from our breaks tonight. So 
All right. Um, also, we are going to try here as I go to our first break as we were coming up on 12 minutes in. I'm going to try and get our main man, Ty Bukowski, on the line here. We're going to try and do our first call with Skype and this interface. Um, Ty, if you're listening and everybody else, if you're listening, um, if you want to be on, message me um, on Facebook with your number so we don't put all your business out there for everybody else. But um, when I call, it's going to say either unavailable or restricted because I don't have an actual phone number with Skype yet. But we are able to call out. So if you see that on the caller ID, Ty, please answer the phone. So, all right, folks, we are going to move to our first break. And uh, when we come back, we're hopefully going to have Ty Bukowski on the line. He is Texas Ty, engaged to the lovely Laura Jean, the uh, first couple of Texas, as we like to call them. And um, we're going to see if we can get Ty on the line. And Ty is going to tell you about his love, I'm sure, of the Chicago White Sox, uh, the hated Notre Dame fighting Irish. Oh, boy. What can you say? What can you say? So anyway, big Ty in the house. Let me just jump in here before I go to break real quick and uh, we play our first little musical tune. I just want to say what's up to everybody out there in the uh, as we call it, the House of Representatives, also known as the chat room. Um, Jungle Brothers out there, uh, Shay's out there as well, our Sports Done Right girl for 2015 and all of 2016. Obviously, we just said Texas Ties in the joint and appreciate all the love. There's Miss Tree Taylor. Tree, thank you again for everything that you did. And my main man, Ohio State's finest, that ninja is in the house. Ninja, we are going to be having uh, some theme music for you a little bit later with your favorite college football team. And, um, you know, maybe we can get uh, Ninja on the line because he had some good takes on Ohio State and uh, the issues with Cardell Jones versus JT Barrett. Obviously, you really can't go wrong with either one of them. But uh, may have been some politics behind the move and uh, some some thoughts I definitely agree with there on Jungle. So, all right, folks, we are going to take our first break. We are going to get some music going here, some Fuji action. I'm going to jump on uh, the Skype. I am going to try and get Texas tie up in the joint. Everybody, thank you for listening to Sports Done Right, where you can find me every Tuesday. I am the Governor Vince Wright. And we talk everything Minnesota sports and beyond. So, everybody, be right back and keep it tuned here to Sports Done Right. We used to be number 10. Now we permanent in one in the battle lost my finger. Mike became my arm, pistol nozzle, it's nasal. Blood becomes my form, tell up. Oh, my baby, easy now, squeeze this on my test. Why clap, see that flesh gets gone. So bad, make me feel like you ain't wanting to be born, John. And tell your friends, stay that hell out of my lord. Chicken George became dead, George stealing chicken from my form. Another dead kitchen. If you're my theosis, then I'm bringing all hate to Cecilia. Nobody shoot me. My body's made a hand grenade. Girl bled to death while she was drunk and send the razor blade. That sounds sick, maybe one day I'll ride the horror. Blackula comes to the ghetto. Jackson Acura. Stevie Wonder sees crack babies. Be clinging in the knees in their own families. I'ma get them come, you know what we soon done. Gun by my side just in case I got the rum. A boy on the side. 
When you want a job done right, you do it yourself. When you want your sports done right, you download the Spreaker app to your mobile devices and follow the governor of Minnesota Sports Talk and beyond. This is Sports Done Right. Now, let's get back to the show. When you want a job done right, you do it yourself. When you want your sports done right, you download the Spreaker app to your mobile devices and follow the governor of Minnesota Sports Talk and beyond. This is Sports Done Right. 
Now, let's get back to the show. Well, 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 what can we say? There's always some technical issues, apparently, Ty, hanging tough. <laughs> and, of course, Skype is now screwing up everything for me. So we are going to keep trying to get to you, Ty. Hang tough with me um, as we move forward here. So once again, Vince Wright, Sports Governor, thank you for joining me tonight on Sports Done Right. Another Tuesday night here in Minneapolis. Again, um, as we... Um, go over the passing of Flip Saunders. Uh, one of the things that we would like to say is there um, has not been any funeral arrangements made public yet. Um, obviously, we'll bring that to you as soon as we know, Minnesota sports fans. So let's move on over to the University of Minnesota here and, um, you know, get ready because a uh, big weekend here for your Golden Gophers. <laughs> Yes, indeed. Minnesota, Michigan, battle of the little brown jug. And a lot at stake here for the Golden Groundhogs. A lot at stake for Michigan. Uh, Michigan's going to be coming off that terrible loss to Michigan State. Uh, What else can you say? I mean, it is uh, just incredible. Um, Again, you know, to, to lose a game to your in-state rival like that, obviously, is just uh, unheard of. And Michigan's going to be looking to definitely uh, do a little payback here. So um, Gophers going to have to be on their P's and Q's. Game is at 6 o'clock. Um, so make sure that uh, you get in the tailgate lots early. Lots of good tailgating going on. And Michigan, I think, is, um, oh, geez, they are going to be on fire, I think. The Gophers, again, aren't really giving us anything uh, good to look forward to in terms of the way they played Nebraska. Michigan is a, oh, I thought I had the point spread here. It doesn't say, but I apologize for that. But anyway, um, we'll start there. Michigan, Minnesota, Gophers are 4-3 and three overall. Michigan five and two, uh, two and one in conference. Gophers are one and two. Um, both coming off the bye week, so they'll be well, uh, very well rested. Gophers um, definitely need that rest. Uh, they have a lot of people that are banged up, and um, so for them to come back, battle hard. They're going to need to everybody on hand to battle and to bring it back to Minnesota, the Little Brown Jug. So. Um, one thing, uh, Michigan's won 15 straight games in Minneapolis, so that's quite interesting. Uh, the last one they were here, they really put it on us a couple years back. So, again, Minnesota um, is going to come down to a complete game, and that means defense, offense, special teams. Mitch Leidner is going to have to have a game much like he had um, against Nebraska, surprisingly. Um, short to me- intermediate passing p- um, patterns for him uh, Shannon Brooks if they can find a way to get him going again Nebraska kind of shut him down after a couple stellar weekends where he ran for uh, 300 plus yards in two games 
So we're going to have to get Shannon Brooks back in the mix here. And one of the other things, um, the gopher defense is going to have to show up. That was the thing against Nebraska. For the first time, the gopher defense went bye-bye and did not show up. And as you see, Nebraska definitely put us on, put it on us. So, um, again, gophers, Michigan, Saturday night, 6 p.m. Central, 7 o'clock um, East Coast time. And that is going to be on ESPN. So, a lot of eyes are going to be on that game. Could be good for recruiting if Minnesota can find a way to keep the little brown jug. Um, one thing that I did want to touch on, the Minnesota defense, like I said, um, coming off that tough outing. Uh, the Gophers hadn't allowed more than 27 points all season until that game against Nebraska where they gave up 48. Uh, moving around the Big Ten, we're going to take a look at the Dirty Birds of the Big Ten West, the Iowa Hawkeyes. They are 7-0. and they are 3-0 and in conference undefeated. They have the inside track, and they will be battling the Maryland Terrapins. Should be an easy win for them. Again, you're listening to Vince Wright on Sports Done Right. You can find me every Tuesday here on Spreaker.com. And one thing I wanted to touch on real quick on this game is that um, the Iowa Hawkeyes have a pretty chill schedule the rest of the way. And barring any un- you know something unforeseen by them, Uh, They are definitely going to be the Big Ten West representatives in the championship game. Um, I still think they'll probably wind up playing Ohio State. But again, that Michigan State game looms out there for them. So look for Iowa to really put it on Maryland. Uh, Maryland's 2-5. They are 0-3 in conference. Um, Let's keep it moving. Uh, We will track on down to Purdue. Um, where Nebraska is looking to bounce back against the Boilermakers. That's the noon start Eastern time on the ESPNU. Um, again, Nebraska needs this big time. They are 3-5. and five. They got to basically win out just to get bowl eligible now. Um, they have lost. Uh, their five losses have come by a combined 13 points, people. 13 points. So um, tough breaks for Nebraska this year. Uh, they are three and five overall, one and three in conference. Uh, Purdue Boilermakers is sitting down there in West Lafayette at one and six, uh, zero and three overall. And again, uh, Purdue, I'm not expecting much for them. Look for Nebraska to really put it on them. And um, the other games that we got here, only a couple more because a lot of teams have some bye weeks next week. Uh, Rutgers at Wisconsin is a noon start. Again, Rutgers three and four, one and three over or in the conference, excuse me. And Wisconsin is six and two, three and one in conference. And again, um, the defense has been a big issue for Rutgers all year long. Um, against uh, their six, as it says here in this article from the Big Ten Network, uh, against six FBS opponents, Scarlet Knights have allowed nearly 503 yards a game. So that tells you everything you need to know about Rutgers and their defense. Look for Wisconsin to just kind of play a Wisconsin type of game. Um, Some short passes, but a lot of running. And I think that they will, uh, in the end, it may be a little tough in the early going for Wisconsin, but I look for them to kind of pull away late against Rutgers. Illinois, Penn State, Illinois is 4-3. They're still trying to battle for uh, bowl eligibility themselves. Penn State is now bowl eligible at 6-2 overall. Penn State is 3-1 and one in conference, and they are looking um, to keep it going there to get the 4-1 and one in conference. Now, again, notice these are crossover games too, by the way. 
um, most of these. Um, Illinois, Penn State, that's their crossover game. Rutgers, Wisconsin, the East and West Divisions meeting up. So, um, again, look for Penn State to kind of pull away late on Illinois. I think Illinois make a decent game of it for, for a, a big part of the game. But, again, look for them to pull away. And that is what we have for a little Big Ten preview for you. Um, we will be right back again. Um, I don't know <laughs> if the Skype is going to work, um, but if Texas tie is hanging in there, we're going to try him again. Boy, oh boy, I just tell you, just when you think everything, my friends, is all good, uh, leave it to Skype to mess everything up. So anyway, folks, um, we're going to take a quick little break here. We'll be right back. And I am the sports governor, Vince Wright, Spreaker.com every Tuesday night. And you can find me 730. You can listen to me all the time on demand. Make sure you follow us on Spreaker.com. You will be alerted every time we do a live show. And that's a great way to keep up with us as well. Again, the sports governor will be right back.
What's going on, everybody? The Gov is back with the hot mic in his hand. And as you all know, Skype has worked, apparently, and it looks like we got Texas Ty on the line. Texas Ty, say what up to the people, man. What's up, what's up, people? All right, all right. There you go, there you go. Hey, and uh, before we get started with Texas Ty, just got to let you know, World Series Kansas City is up in the top of the fourth on Gary Joyner's New York Mets one nothing. Hey, Ty, man, first off. Oh, my damn dog. Hold on. <laughs> Hold on. Let me get rid of it. I'll put y'all on mute real quick. There we Thank go. The, the joys of live broadcasting. I love this. So, anyway, while Ty's taking care of the dogs in the door, we got uh, Kansas City up. We got the NBA starting, Cleveland and Chicago. Um, they are balling right now over on TNT. I am in the Situation Room. And I'm just waiting for that score right. to pop up. There's our man here, Texas Ty. He is back. So, Ty, tell the people a little bit about yourself, uh, where you come from. And um, also, you got a, a real fondness for Chicago teams. Tell the people where that started from. Yeah, I'm from born and raised Texas, but my dad's military. His family's up a uh, small town, Hammond, Indiana. It's about 10 minutes around Gary, Indiana, where... The great okay. Michael Jackson's from. Right. That's, uh, so that's about two hours east-ish of Chicago. So my dad was all big in Chicago sports, Notre Dame, Indiana, that area. So I just kind of got raised into the love for Chi-Town living in Texas. And that's, that's it's been that way ever since. All right. There you go. There you go. Well, Ty is a uh, big fan of the Doug Stewart Show, as are all of we. That's how we all kind of met in the chat room and whatnot. He is Texas Ty, uh, the Clint Eastwood of the chat room. Uh, probably the only white dude in the chat room, but the, the, one of the coolest dudes uh, by way of chat. And now we finally got the voice to go with the man. So, Ty, let's start here. We'll, we'll get the hockey out the way, as you know how these brothers are with hockey. Tell me about your love of the greatest team in the world. And since Shanae is on here, a Minnesota Wild fan, why don't you tell her about the Blackhawks? I uh, just asked her in the chat how they do in the playoffs last year. That'd be you a know, ring. <laughs> that, that would <laughs> be know, another ring. The Blackhawks time put it on the people. Now, hopefully, uh, not so raping Kane. <laughs> <laughs> hopefully, he stays clear of all that naughty business and. He could bring us to another another cup, him and Taves. I say they've been together 
for years. That core has been together years, and the chemistry you can't teach that in hockey. No, you, you, yeah, you definitely can't, man. And I, you know, I don't know what happened out there in Buffalo with Kane. Uh, nobody does, I guess. But um, you know, hopefully, we'll have something uh, kind of either way on that soon. I'm surprised that they actually have been letting them play, but maybe they know something we don't. Yeah, so that stuff just kind of dropped off. I think didn't her lawyer or something back out of the deal once. Uh, I guess some stuff came to light, and he, he dropped out. So that tells you something. Maybe she just after that money, money. Hey, you never know. You never know. It wouldn't be the first time. So Texas Ty is joining us on Sports Done Right. Uh, Skype finally worked. I'm glad we were able to get through. Um, you can check me out every Tuesday night on Spreaker.com. And, Ty, why don't you tell us now, I know you're a big White Sox fan, um, even though I'm a Cub guy myself, I spend most of my time when I am in Chicago over on the south side. I spend lots of times at Old Comiskey Park. Uh, where do you know? Talk about your love of the White Sox, and you know it's been a minute since they won the World Series. What is it going to take for them to get back? Man, it's going to take money spent, and Chicago GMs in general, at least for my short lifetime, they're stingy and they don't like to spend money. So I don't know as long as those like Kansas City, Toronto, Yankees, all those other teams are willing to buy the players. I don't see White Sox really getting far. So they got uh, Chris Sale, you know, probably one of the best pitchers in the league right now, has the most strikeouts the last several years. Mm-hmm. So it, I'd say it just takes money spent to get the talent because they're not getting anywhere else. As long as the Cubs don't win, you know, I'm, I'm oh. happy. Okay, Ty. Okay, Ty. Now I'm going to let you slide since it's your first time up in the executive mansion. But we got Jersey Vern on here talking crap, talking about, as he calls it, chick town ain't ish. But, of course, you know Vern, man. He's from all over the map, so we we don't even know where he's living nowadays. I like that, that win against the Cowboys, though. I, I enjoy that nonsense. <laughs> that, 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 that makes me happy. Now, the, yeah, Cowboy now see – that's the other thing I wanted to ask you about, Ty. And, uh, again, you're listening to Sports Done Right on Spreaker.com. Now, um, you got the accent. You're, you're Texas-raised. And you do not have love for the Cowboys or, or the Texans, actually, it sounds like, either, do you? Well, I don't mind Texans too much, I'd say. I'd rather cheer for them than the Cowboys. It's not the Cowboys team, per se. It's more just the fans. I said the fans are just some. Um, Okay. With all due respect to the ladies in the room, it's like they're on that time of the month every day, you know. Ooh. It seems like one day, oh, we got the best team, they win, oh, we're Super Bowl. Next week they lose, so let's fire everyone. You know, Tony right. Rollo needs to retire. Man, I've heard over the past this past two weeks, it went from Whedon, we didn't get the job done, he's good. Then it went to uh, Matt Castle, he can get the job done, he's good. And I heard talk about them saying, well, we got Kellen Moore all along. Why can't we just bring Kellen Moore in? Like, right. Y'all talking about third string and fourth string getting cut from, you know, the Browns, uh, Detroit, and, you know, they, they don't know what's going on down here. Yeah, I hear you, man. And y'all, I definitely feel the same way about the Cowboys. Um, love the stadium, but I've, I've always hated the team. Uh, and again, we got Texas Ty on the line and uh, making his debut on Sports Done Right as we got the uh, Skype interface up and running. Calls are being made. And yeah, again, yeah. 
Yes, yes. And Ty is up in the joint. Um, Ty, as we're wrapping it up with him, um, first off, let me be the first to actually say it. We've typed it so many times in so many chat rooms. Congratulations on your engagement. Uh, the lovely Laura it. Jean. Um, have you uh, made any headway with the uh, wedding plans? And uh, when can we book our flights? Oh, it's, uh, now I'm on a spot. I can't even think of the damn date. Uh, June 4th, something like that. Okay. Whatever that Saturday is, we got the small little venue picked out here in Wichita Falls, especially on a small budget. There's not a lot to choose from. But we got probably one of the, the better places in this pokey ass town uh no sorry for the cussing i don't know (laughs) i don't know if that's allowed on this but anyways that's all right i got the explicit button set so just (laughs) hey talk away brother uh the honeymoon is what i'm working on we're going to north carolina about a month later so that's where all the money's going no okay that's where uh, her family's from so we're trying to do a little maybe three-day weekend getaway somewhere but Hey, it's going well, good. Good, man. That's good to hear. That is good to hear. All right, Texas Ty, you're going to be our Blackhawk correspondent along with myself. We're going to be uh, picking your brain through the hockey season, and uh, we'll be talking to you as we go, man. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, just want you to give it up for Ty again, the first call in Sports Done Right. Ty, what do you got to say uh, in closing, brother? I got to say go Irish. Uh Team's looking good, going against Temple. You know, we got a little fight song going. Oh, Ty. <laughs> uh, oh, but anyways, Ty. Hey, I'm glad I could be a part of this family. I'm hoping to make the uh, the Doug Stewart show second year anniversary. You know, Absolutely. I don't know if I'll be able to attend the shoe shows or anything. My fiance is <laughs> not very fond of it. She's very... Uh, well, you know, you don't have to worry. Right, yeah. You don't have to worry because none of us made it to the shoe shows either, except for uh, Ninja, apparently. So, But, um, hey, man, again, thanks for uh, hanging out with us for a few minutes here, Ty. Glad that you got on here. I'm definitely going to get you some Notre Dame music before the show's over, brother. And, again, thank you so much, man. I appreciate it. Y'all have a good, have a good night, and see y'all tomorrow and next Tuesday. All right. Peace. Peace. Ladies and gentlemen, we've done our first call. Texas Ty is in the house. And all I got to say is right on, right on, right on. So hit me up, message me on Facebook with your number if you want to get on here. We are already 45 minutes in. It's amazing how time flies when you can take some calls. Um, We need to talk a little NFL. Jason Pierre-Paul has got a deal. He agrees to a deal with uh, the Giants. He ain't got no fingers to to count the money, but he will be playing. Um, Ryan Mallett's been let go, so we're going to get into some uh, NFL talk here when we get back. Going to talk a little in a a, uh, NBA. We're going to talk a little bit of uh, NHL, a couple teams that really only matter when I think of hockey, Chicago and Minnesota. We'll talk about that. Give Ryan Carter a shout-out. That's uh, Shea's cousin. And uh, he had a nice goal a few games ago as well. So, ladies and gentlemen, we will be right back with Sports Done Right.
with your whatever endeavor find who's better you mean he she them him those are others let's get two dogs to one pluck initiate the trouble for those who disagree or maybe feel the need to front it show me your whole entire crew two shoes and i'ma run it do you want it maybe so but just know we're rolling spreads you claim you want it but you need it just about as much as a hole in your head this is a flow and show a pro that flowed a while ago with a new swing of things so bring and sing act like you know and if you don't you will buy the time this track is done queen latifah the sire give them some call every time they call me your function i don't mean to be blunt or front shrewd or rude how can you dish your honey dip looks like a honey dude so keep it to yourself greet it when you're in good health so before you come and try to trench try yourself because i ain't having it remember act like you know and if you can't act jack your best find the dough i hate a fake a traitor saba nava see your gator hasta mayada peace assalamu alaikum later yeah you don't have a chance but i'll see you next this track is kg's baby and he named it death i'm smoking enemies like chimneys i ain't friendly Swaying for your kind kidneys, pimples are simple to pop. I want temple sock. Let's lop your rock, then more flopping in a waffle spot. The wickedest man alive, I am what I am, and I'm damn good to be a no good hood and buy. The wiggle in the middle, simple to party thumps. They call me the wickedest man alive, make them jump. Watch a track miss. This is a double decker from the head wrecker, neck and head. Check and check, I check and who's deaf, who's left you. Standing back, hand in your plan to stay back. I'm down with K track black. This is the payback, layback, Jack. I have your every which way, but loose, blowing your soundproof. Thanks even to me, it's thanks for giving a neck noose. This comes naturally all day and night. I make a party of all lefties, leave screaming out all right. Talking about me and a lot more work than you had 12 years, 12 under 12 inches, and so one. Who's getting done? Who's swift? Who's better? You wouldn't be able to get down with some help. A step ladder. This is another song. We'll check out the style that off. Pick the rip. I'll be the wickedest man alive. Now, rude boy, come test the sound of treacherous MC. Massacre, naughty by nature. Crooked flavor. Easy. When you want a job done right, you do it yourself. When you want your sports done right, you download the Spreaker app to your mobile devices and follow the governor of Minnesota Sports Talk and beyond. This is Sports Done Right. Now, let's get back to the show. Yes, indeed, we are back, people. What is going on? Sports Done Right. 
a landmark night, taking calls, making calls, getting people on the line. A piece of history was made, Texas tie in the house, and the first guest ever live on Sports Done Right. So big tie, thank you again for joining us, brother. Good to hear your voice, and I hope that you will definitely be down there to uh, join us on the second Doug Stewart uh, Two Live Stew weekend as well. Uh, Vince right here on Spreaker.com. They call me the sports governor. You know me. Um, I'm just doing the do, man. I'm here in the executive mansion on Tuesday nights, deep in the situation room, uh, just doing the thing, man. So um, we have talked about the um, uh, passing of Coach Flip Saunders. Um, We have uh, talked up to Texas Ty. We've talked a little bit about the Big Ten. And I just want to take a moment here before we transfer into a couple other things to uh, once again, thanks to uh, Tree Taylor for all the voice work today. Um, I'm going to play the opening of the show here again real quick. So now we kind of got people in here who may not have heard it. Tree put this together for me. So take a listen. From the office of Minnesota's number one sports authority, he's the governor of Sports Talk Radio, and by way of executive order, serving you a stimulating dose of sports done right. Thank you very much, Tree Taylor. I love that intro. I love that intro. So we are rocking and rolling. We are moving on up like the Jeffersons. And like I said, the uh, podcast is getting better. I'm just trying to get better every time I get out here. Vince Wright, again, um, about to break it down with some Iowa football because guess who is in the house? My main man, Andrew Purple Hayes. Uh, this is a young gentleman that I work with. He is in the chat room, and he wants to talk about them dirty birds of the Big Ten West. Now, you're a little late. We've already talked about it, but I will do a quick reset for you, Andrew Hayes. Um, I basically said, unfortunately, your Dirty Birds, the Iowa Hawkeyes, do have the inside route to the Big Ten Championship. Uh, They should easily represent the Big Ten West, and I think they will probably wind up playing Ohio State when it's all said and done and losing a closer-than-expected game to Ohio State uh, for their uh, first loss of the year. Now, that will get you a January 1st bowl, my friend. So you better start saving that Wells Fargo salary and uh, start uh, getting ready for your trip to uh, a nice sunshine-filled bowl, hopefully. So uh, Andrew Hayes is in the house. He is uh, Iowa-born. He is a good dude, a good young cat. And um, unfortunately, however, he is an Iowa Hawkeye fan. And that's why we always love when Iowa State beats Iowa, which has happened more than not lately, by the way, Andrew, as you know. But this year, the state of Iowa has returned to the uh, Hawkeyes. And as we just said, there is definitely, I don't see them uh, losing anymore until they get to the Big Ten Championship game. So Uh, let's get into the chat room here. Now, Tree talking about, she tried to do the Minnesota accent. Um... She says we're doing great, for real. 
Nice, nice, nice. Oh, she has to go see some more horses. Uh, Tree's always working. We appreciate that. Jungle Brother, the intro's nice, Governor. Whose voice is that? That is Tree Taylor all the way through. Um, as we just said, she tried to hit that Minnesota accent. Um, she was almost there. She was almost there, but, you know, I still like the, the flow of it and everything. Um, I like everything she did with it, so... That's what we're talking about. Big Andrew Hayes in the mix, people. Talking about Floyd. That's Floyd of Rosedale. Our uh, trophy for the Iowa-Minnesota game is coming home, he says. Uh, Unfortunately, he is probably right. But, um, you know, before we uh, do that, you know, there's still a game to be played, Andrew. So just hang tight, man. But, yeah, it's going to be hard for Minnesota to uh, go up against Iowa. Uh, Kanzari is just running wild down there at running back. Um, C.J. Beathard doing a good job as just a good game manager. He's not necessarily uh, lighting it up uh, numbers-wise, but he is definitely uh, doing what he has to do to keep his team undefeated. So, um, Jungle Brother, he is the Secretary of Information, uh, Sports Information, that is. He is a North Carolina fan. Um, we got College Hoops that's going to be starting here over the next few days of their Jungle and we're going to get the Jungle Brother on this show because I want to pick his mind about the North Carolina Tar Hill program, what it means to him, because I know he's a big fan. He's also a big Ducator, so we will have a lot of fun with him as well. So, All right, people. Um, also wanted to give some shouts out real quick here as we finish up on the uh, college football scene. A couple things I wanted to talk about. I wanted to uh, real quick get into the uh, local rankings as well, Division Two, Division Three. Wanted to give the Minnesota and Wisconsin schools that are ranked so um, real quick love here. So on Division Two, uh, Minnesota State University, Mankato, they used to be number one. They are now uh, down to number seven after a loss. Um, University of Minnesota Duluth, Division Two, is uh, still ranked in the top 20 at number 18. And the University of Sioux Falls over in South Dakota, is they've actually moved up to number 10 in the Division II rankings. So uh, Division Three, University of St. Thomas here locally in St. Paul, Minnesota, is number six team in the country. University of Wisconsin Oshkosh is number seven in the country in Division Three. University of Wisconsin Whitewater is uh, number 10 in the country. St. John's University, St. John's, Minnesota is number 14. Concordia Moorhead in uh, Moorhead, Minnesota is number 17. And another UW school, UW Platteville, rounds it out at number 20. So, again, we got a lot of good things happening up here, people. Um, Division 2, II, Division 3, a lot of, lot of good teams that play up here. And a lot of good things happening in college football. So, again, you're listening to Sports Done Right. Tuesday nights, just check me out on Spreaker.com. You can follow me on Twitter at the Big Smooth One. That's the number one after the Big Smooth. And uh, please check us out on Facebook. Just uh, do a search for Sports Done Right, and you can find the Governor's Group. We are almost 100 strong in the group, by the way. Um, we're approaching 2,000 plays in Spreaker. Followers are growing. The uh, twit, uh, twit, the tw- <laughs> Twitter is starting to blow up. So everything's going in the right direction, man. I want to say a big what's up to Mr. Grego out there. Um, big Greg is in the house. I want to say what's up to him. Uh, Grego is a Patriots fan, a Patriots apologist. Um, but he's, he's good people. We had a lot of fun down there chopping it up with him in Atlanta. So just definitely want to say what's up to him as well. 
and uh, glad that he can make it through here as well, man. So, again, um, we got the third quarter is uh, underway. Chicago, the Bulls are up 61-50 to on King James and his court, the Cleveland Cavaliers. And basketball is back. So we're going to be upping the, uh, the show here. We're going to be coming to you two times a week. We're going to be talking a lot of basketball probably on the second week of the show. And again, keep us tuned here Monday night, keep an ear open. We're going to be live from Target Center for the home opener. Um, we're going to try and do some periscoping, bring you the video tribute. I'm sure they'll have ready for Coach Saunders. And just kind of give you a feel of the place. Um, a lot of emotions obviously going to be going through Target Center as well. So um, back into the chat room. Everybody saying what up to Grego. Glad that you are all in here chopping it up, having a good time. Um, I'm trying to do it all tonight. The first lady is not in the mansion as we speak. Um, she is out of town on business and will be uh, actually arriving back at the executive mansion a little later tonight. So security has been alerted. And if she does get back early, um, she will be whisked down to the West Wing into the uh, situation room and maybe she can join us. But all right, folks, we are almost an hour into our sports done right. We got an hour to go. Just want to say what up to everybody. And again, we are moving on up like the Jeffersons. So we're going to get in touch with Jersey Vern during the next break. Vern, I got your number right here. We are going to get Uncle Vern in the house, the main man himself. Ohio State is his school. And you all know you all know about Big Vern, man. So we're going to get Vern here in the mix. So let's do this. Um, I'm just going to finish up real quick here with some college uh football um we're going to talk about the top 25 schedule very quickly we're going to do another break get some music going and then we're going to get our main man jersey Vern, on the line man so that's going to be a lot of fun glad that we're able to do this having a, a good time here man so um let's see we got let's take a look top 25 schedule we got pittsburgh Going up uh, against North Carolina, Pittsburgh's number 23 in the country. Three-point favorite this weekend. We have, um, let's see here, number 17, Florida State is playing Syracuse. Uh, Florida State's a 20-and-a-half-point favorite there. Shouldn't have any real problem with a good bounce-back win um, with Syracuse there. So I definitely, definitely think that uh, Florida State is going to be unleashing a butt-whooping um, there as well. We have uh, number 24, UCLA. Uh, they are going up against Colorado. UCLA is 5-2, and two, Colorado 4-4. Four and four. Uh, The Bruins, 21-point favorites. Look for them to roll over Colorado. Here we go for our SEC brethren. Here we got Georgia and Florida. Florida is a three-point favorite, and we will see how that goes. That should be a very, very interesting game. Georgia is, uh, gets, uh, you know, they're looking to get bowl eligible. Um, they're five and two. Florida is bowl eligible at six and one. North Carolina State and Clemson. Clemson is uh, favored by ten. Um, I look for Clemson to really do a number here. This is the uh, Saturday, the second game of the day. Uh, Three thirty start on the East Coast, and Clemson should be all up in NC State. So um, Auburn and Ole Miss. Auburn is a seven-point favorite. 
And again, I think Auburn uh, is going to have a tough time with Ole Miss. Ole Miss may pull that one out. That may be the the one to keep an eye on, folks. TCU and West Virginia. I look for TCU to beat them. Uh, they're a fourteen point favorite. That that sounds about right. I'd say they may beat them by three touchdowns. Um, pulling away towards the end of that game, Maryland against, as we said, number ten Iowa. Um, again, Iowa should roll. Oklahoma State number twelve against Texas Tech. Miami plays number 22 Duke and look for Miami to um, maybe uh, get off the mat a little bit, but I think Duke ekes out a very close win. We talked about the Groundhogs in Michigan, uh, Notre Dame number nine against Temple. And when would you ever think, folks, that you would be interested in a Temple-Notre Dame game out in Philadelphia? Now, the weird thing is, is that, as you know, there's going to be a lot more Irish fans than Temple fans. Um, that's one thing Temple's going to have to think about. Temple's going to have to play this game like they're the road team, even though they're playing at home. So I believe this game is probably at Ego Stadium to get uh, most of the folks in here. So um, look for Notre Dame uh, to, to win. And look for Notre Dame, by the way. Uh, obviously, they're going to bring a lot of fans, but I look for them to really kind of maybe put it on Temple and Temple kind of gets their cup up, come upence, so to speak. But Temple's ranked 21. Um, what do we got here? We're going to finish this out. Oklahoma, number 14 against Kansas. Memphis, number 16, again representing the uh, American Athletic Conference, uh, undefeated, 7 0 against Tulane. Uh, Houston, same conference, same deal, 7 0 against Vanderbilt. They're actually an 11 point favorite over Vanderbilt. Oregon State and Utah. Utah's number 13. And rounding it out, number eight, Stanford plays Washington State. So, all right, folks, we're going to get to some music here. We're going to take ourselves a little break. I am backtracking here in the chat room to get Vern's number. And we're going to be right back. And we are going to hopefully have Jersey Vern on the microphone. And you guys can ask him some questions via the chat room. I'm sure he'll talk about Ohio State and being the pimp that he is and all the women that he has. So, all right, we will be right back with more Sports Done Right. Keep it tuned here. You're listening to The Sports Governor. Nah, 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 come on.
Yes, indeed, ladies and gentlemen. We got him. We got the main man. We're going to let his song play for a minute. Because I know he loves these Buckeyes. Ladies and gentlemen, we got him, the Chief Rocker. He is the uh, one of the original founders of the Real Cast Rangers. He is Jersey Vern. Jersey, what's going on, man? Oh, uh, man, I feel good being up in the mansion, man. You know hey. what I'm saying? Uh, and the play, that song, man, that brings back a lot of memories, man. Saying that I be dotted, man. Hey. You know what I'm saying? Nobody has a greater band to make you feel good about yourself when they do routines than Ohio State, besides um, Florida A&M, you know. Hey, Ohio yeah. State is the best NCAA band, man. Hey, I hear you, man. I got much respect for them, and obviously the Rattlers do their thing as well. Jersey Vern, uh, first off, everybody knows Vern, man. There, there, almost no introductions needed. There's some new people out here that don't really know you, but uh, Vern, tell the folks a little bit about yourself, man. Because now you actually played a little bit of ball for a quick minute down at Ohio State, didn't you? Yeah, I went down there in 1978. Uh, you know, I went down there on a track scholarship. I used to be a hurtler in high school, man. Oh, okay. And um, I, my cousin was um, Big John Hicks. He played guard. And he um, blocked for Archie Griffin two Heisman Trophy. Oh, okay, and 78, nice. was the, 78 also was the year that Arthur came in, and his father paid for him to be the starter over All-American candidate quarterback named Rod Gerald. They made Rod Gerald a wide receiver, man. And, and, and to me, that was unbelievable because before I went to Ohio State, I seen Rod Gerald in his junior year just balling, you know. And then to come there... And he could change out of his position, man. That was crazy, man. So you know it was all about money, because at least the father, he's the richest cat in the part of Ohio State they was from, man. So, well, I mean, Ohio, they was from. And, um, right. I mean, he just had the money, man. And, and, and Sleeser wasn't really that great of a quarterback, man. You know, if you really looked at it throughout his years, man, they was just barely getting to bowl games, man. And that was Woody last year, man, because remember he hit – he grabbed the face mask of the Clemson linebacker and hit him in his throat, man. Right, and I was yes. For Woody, man. Yep, I yeah, remember. You know, they, they couldn't ever fire Woody. They just asked him to resign. But as of today, if he was um, still around, man, he would have offers on that campus because he is the Ohio State University, man. Hey, I hear you, Vern. And uh, Vern is chopping it up with the governor. And, um, again, on a historic night in the mansion, the phone lines have been debugged. We are live and direct. We've had Texas tie on. We got the Chief Rocker himself, uh, one half of the Real Cast Rangers. And, um, you know, Jersey, we got some people starting to talk a little bit of ish up in here. Uh, Big Sluggo says, uh, this is right up Jersey's alley. Uh, time to bloviate on himself. Um, you know, you know Sluggo, man. You know Sluggo's always got a shot for you. Uh, Grego well, you says... Know, you know, Gov, I, I see I see the chat, man. But you know what, Gov? <laughs> I thrive off of people talking like that. You know why? Because I eat them and chew them and spit them out for lunch. There you, know you go. Snuggle was one of my main participants. So, you know, hey, man, let's get back to what we're doing best. Let's get 
All right, man. I hear you. I hear you. And again, this is the Big Jersey Vern Vern Ricks chopping it up uh, live and direct from Georgia on Sports Done Right every Tuesday night on Spreaker.com. So uh, back to Ohio State, man. Um, I wanted to get your thoughts because um, on uh, your show earlier, Jungle Brother and uh, that ninja were talking about the quarterback situation down at Ohio State. Obviously, JT Barrett is back at the helm. Um, you know, they felt a little bit of uh, some politics may have been at play on Cardell Jones. Uh, you're you're a big fan, man. So why don't you uh, fill the sports done right nation in uh, Jersey and tell us what you think. Okay, I, I, I spoke on this yesterday on my show, right? Um, this is what I look at, man. Urban Meyer, when it comes to quarterbacks and running the team, he's the best, man, because you put it like this. You got relief pitchers in baseball, right? You know, you had Mario Rivera and you had Roberts. There was a one-two punch. Right. This is all he's doing, man. He's not trying to lower Cordell uh, mentality or his confidence by, you know, sitting him down and bringing Barrett in. Barrett was playing on certain situations throughout the time Cordell was quarterbacking. And like I said on my show, they're going to run across some games you know, the rest of the season, like both of the Michigan games, where Barrett may not be able to take the punishment that's going to be dished out by them two teams. Or even Iowa. I think they, they, they play, no, they don't play Iowa. But, you know, the two teams, the two Michigan teams, he going right, to take some yeah. punishment, right? So yeah. what I feel is that once Barrett starts getting hit, he going to play Cordell in. And remember, Cordell didn't even play the whole year last year, but what he did, the big games that they needed – he came through, he came in there, and he did what he had to do. So what Urban Meyer is doing, he is just creating a monster of a situation where okay. he got two quarterbacks that can win in any type of situation of a game. Like, Barrett's going to get a quarterback against your team because you're not that strong. You know, not to try to put your team down. Vince, no, I hear like you. That. But this Absolutely. Year, they're not really that strong. So that game right there would be his. But I've got a big feeling that the two Michigan games, like 12 games going to be out there, man, because he can run and lay the, and lay the wood down on you when he runs. And that's going to wear the linebackers down on both schools. So, I mean, Urban Meyer doing what he has to do to make this thing happen. Then you see that he put – Braxton uh, Miller behind there a couple of times on play. See, right now, okay. Urban Meyer is going through his playbook and he's creating plays off of plays he had because he got three talented quarterbacks. So yeah. I look at it like this, man. It's not a demotion. It's just he wants to win conventionally right now so people won't be keying on Cordell. And then when it comes time to playing these teams that feel that Barrett's going to be in there, the team's hitting hard and playing tough with D. Cordell going to be in there. You watch. All right. Now, Jer genius, man. Hey, now, Jersey, good point, good point. Let me ask you this. Do you think uh, Cardell will be back in at quarterback starting at some point? Uh, I really do, man, because um, Barry's a little fragile, you know, because I've seen a play where he was running the, uh, the read option. Right. And he had a lane, and he was running, but his receiver was standing up there like, you know, he was looking for a bottle of wine or something instead of trying to find somebody <laughs> to hit. And Cordell ran, I mean, um, uh, Barrett ran right into the receiver, 
and fell back, and the two guys, you know, jumped on top of him, and he got up a little gimpy, you know what I'm saying? See, right. that was Cornell. Cornell wouldn't have got him gimpy like that because he really didn't get hit, man. He ran into a guy, and then they jumped on him. So he's not really that type of quarterback that can take a lot of punishment because he's more finesse quarterback. So, of course, Cornell going to be back in there, man. I don't, you know, Ohio State, man, this is how I feel about it, man. As long as we got Irvin running this situation and we have talent right. and all these positions that makes you move and makes you groove, oh, we're going to do our thing, man. We'll okay. be right back there. And all I right. put the house up that ain't no team in the NCAA this year going to beat Ohio State. Back-to-back, wow. back, baby. Okay, well, you heard it from Jersey Vern. He's talking back-to-back, people. Um, I, You know, until until they lose, you know, kind of depending. I don't know who's going to beat them. I don't know if uh, TCU can beat them this year, Vern. I don't know. Um, you know, obviously you got the, you got the big uh, Michigan schools coming in to play as well. But let me ask you this. Um, you know, you got – Arguably the best running back um, in, in football, um, Ezekiel Elliott. You got the, another awesome quarterback who's been moved out to wide receiver. Um, what is it about Ohio State and uh, this coach, in your opinion, that makes everybody put egos aside? Because, I mean, you know, regardless of what happened with Cardell Jones, he, he came back when a lot of people told him and, and thought he was going to go and take the money. So what, do you, what is it about the program that makes people put egos aside for the betterment of the team? Because he tells them and he promised them. Because, you know, Irvin Meyer could be an NFL coach. He could have been an NFL coach. Sure, right. He chose, not to, he chose to work with the, the kids, man, to bring them up to that level. He told everybody, he just showed them how many people he put in the NFL, how many people he still have in the NFL that's playing ball and doing good on Sunday. You know, except the ones that went to the NFL and did the wrong thing and now they're out the NFL or they're in trouble or whatever. But he has put some people in the NFL and he tell them, listen, you're going to get to where you want to be. Just come and play in my system and let me show you and let me create you as a player and you will make it to the less level, you know. And that's what's happening, man. Because since he came there, man, his first year, they was on probation, man. He went undefeated. You know what I'm saying? Right. He couldn't go no bowl games. You know, last year he only lost one game. And he shouldn't have lost that game to West uh, to Virginia Tech. You know, but then after that he hasn't lost a game yet. You know, so so all in all, Urban Meyer only lost one game in in Ohio State, man. So you figure that, man. You know, just do the numbers and they'll tell you, man. The guy's a hell of a coach, and um, I think the the question people had and people was pushing this man up. They said that Harbaugh will bring Michigan up to Urban Meyer, Ohio State level. Okay. Harbaugh got about two more years. He got two more years, man. From what I've seen against Michigan State, he got two more years because that team wasn't ready, man. And Michigan State ain't all that good. They kind of weak this year. So they're not ready, man. And like I said, I'm putting the house on Ohio State just sweeping through this Big Ten and going on and winning that national championship again, man. I hear you, you know? man. I hear you. I hear you. That is Big Vern coming to us. Hey, Vern, man, um, we're up against the break. Can you hang out for a minute, or do you got you to gotta oh, run? Man. man, I'm like clothes on a clothesline, man. I'm there until they take me off. All right, man. Well, let's do this. Um, we're going to do one more segment with our main man, the Chief Rocker, Jersey Vern. 
Um, we are going to throw on a, a quick little break here, a little uh, West Side Connection. So uh, smoke them if you got them. Go get your drinks refilled. Use the bathroom. Do what you got to do. You got about three and a half minutes. And we're going to be right back with the Chief Rocka, Jersey Vern, after this. You are listening to Sports Done Right on Spreaker.com. The world is mine, nigga, get back. Don't fuck with my stack. The Man, you done came a long way, bro. That's real. Big fish in a small pond. Not a fish trying to throw they book at the crook, but I shook. They worm and they hook. Guppies hold they breath. They want to miss me when I'm tipsy. Running everything west of the Mississippi. It's the unseen pulling strings with my pinky ring. We got your woman pucker up, but we fuck her up. Bow down before I make a phone call. Got 25 niggas running up on y'all for the cheese. We want them keys. Everybody freeze on your knees. but naked, please. Before any of you guppies get hot. Nigga, rewind my part, fool. And bow down when I come to your town. Bow down. Who's this in the mad ass Inglewood edition? I bust like a pimple, my mind is still mental. The West Side connects with me in South Central. When the drag from the zigzag can't fuck with the Phillies holding down the Wild West like the kid they call Billy. Once again, it's Mac 10, the gold crown holder, strong as a Coca Cola with a chrome pistola. Now, who wanna fuss so I can bust when I cuss? My look bring you feel with gear from the surplus. Since a teen, I chased the green, the crack scene keen. And baguettes on my pieces So recognize these real cheese Chase the cheese, the west side connect Keep it rolling like gold D's Three willing and dealing It's like the California style But in the meanwhile in my town You got to bow Bow down When you come to my town Bow down When I'm westward bound Bow down Because I ain't a hater like you Bow down to a nigga that's greater than you Well it's that Chuck wearing uh. Still sport of the beanie yeah. The shadiest nigga when a clip Who wanna see me guess I slide my notes on Let my khaki sing West side connect gang Connect gang Bing bing bang Run away run away Go get your punk ass slave By this H Double O to the D to the STA Fuck hot in it I'm gang related Simple and plain Which means I can give a fuck About you niggas in this rap game Flashy niggas get stuck up uh. Beat the fuck up uh. When you come around Keep your chain tucked from this zero zero apostrophe, yes, shit. Fuck a studio lyricist, I'm real with this. Yes. Talk the talk, walk the walk. Diss me your wax, I'm trying to saw your whole fucking head off. Yeah, uh. I'm platinum bound, so bitch, shut up. And nigga, wall, y'all could kiss my converse like show now. When I come to your town, bow down. When I'm west with bound, bow down. Cause I ain't a hater like you, bow down. To a nigga that's greater than you, bow down. When you come to our town, bow down. When we Yourself. When you want your sports done right, 
You download the Spreaker app to your mobile devices and follow the governor of Minnesota Sports Talk and beyond. This is Sports Done Right. Now, let's get back to the show. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Vince Wright, back with the Chief Rocker, Jersey Vern, and we are on Sports Done Right. Again, I am uh, the governor, Vince Wright, and we are in uh, having a good time here talking to the Chief Rocker, Jersey Vern. What's up, Vern? What's going on, baby? You know, and hey, man, we just do this thing like nitro, man. Everything's blowing up, baby. That's right, and apparently the hot mic is as well. So I guess when I when I leave folks here, um, I gotta let them know that I won't be able to hear them. I may have to actually start using a pair of headphones here. So again, uh, the hot mic segment was up and good according to Grego and the boys. So we are back anyway, folks. Anyway, with uh, the big man, the Chief Rocka, you know him as Jersey Vern. Jersey, the Mets are up three to one on the Kansas City Royals in the top of the sixth. Um, I know you are a Yankees guy, but uh, what are your thoughts here on the uh, New York Mets? I mean, they're playing over their head, man. And uh, if they win this, they deserve it because they were the sorriest team in, in baseball most of the first half of the season. Their general manager got lucky. He got teams to give them players that he's not really paying, right, to come to them to help their team get better because they didn't have no hit. And they were playing minor leaguers for a while. So that's what happened. They turned around right at the All-Star break, and they just rolled on into where they at now. But see, Kansas City is a no-die team because, remember last year, they was in this position. And um, they left a man at third base in game seven of the World Series. Well, that man should have tried to come home, and I think he would have been safe. So they determined this game right here will not hurt them if they lose. But I don't think they're going to lose this game because they're the comeback kids, man. And I yeah. hate them at Nope, uh, very, very well said, my friend, very well said. I want to jump in uh, the chat room here just real quick because Jungle Brother says, great call by the Chief Rocker, great questions by the Gov, so definitely appreciate that. Um, Texas Ty had to peep out and go pick up the fiancé, so again, thanks to Texas Ty for joining us on the line as well. Um, Grego is saying, Vince, you are good at this uh, hot-ass mic thing. Um, as as uh, we found out the bad way there, uh, we'll we'll definitely fix that. But um, again, just want to say what up to everybody in the chat room, um, and we are chopping it up here. We're going to talk about the New York Giants here as we finish out with the Chief Rocker himself, Jersey Vern. Now, Jersey, uh, Jason Pierre Paul signs a contract today. Um, I don't know. They actually got a picture out here, it looks like, on Instagram of him signing. Um, I can't tell. All the fingers seem to be in place there. But uh, what do you think about your guy finally uh, getting it done, getting the contract signed here, and uh, getting back to your New York Giants? Only thing I can do for us now, Vince, you know what I'm saying? I'm happy for the young man. He signed, uh, what was that, that uh, franchise tag at Tender? Uh, I'm, I'm happy for him due to the fact that he had this unfortunate incident that he caused on his own, right, when they was going to pay him some money, you know. Uh, the defense is holding up so far. You know, we had, out of the three losses, man, two of them losses shouldn't have been losses, but, you know, that's a story for another day. But JPP won't do nothing but help that defense even get better, man, because they've been playing some really swarming the ball carrier 
balls this year because they be making plays. They've been making interceptions, fumbles, you know. So the defense has been pretty steady, but we just need that pass rusher. Now that he's coming, that's going to bring more attention to him. That's going to open up the gaps for the other guys. Hey, man, I look like, uh, what's his name? Uh, me, and, me and Jungle really don't like him. Uh, our defensive coordinator, back knows him. It looks oh, like right. now he can really get into his bag of tricks and do some things that he did back with the old Giants when they won the Super Bowl. You know, that's that's all. I'm just happy that we strengthened that position. And uh, I'm just wanting the man to come in and produce right now. If we can get Victor Cruz back, take a burden off of ODB, and, man, we're going we gonna to roll to that playoff, man. You know what I'm saying? I hope the Falcons in that way when we coming, man, because we old now. Hey, I hear you. I hear you, Jersey. Uh, good points again, man. Good points again. So, um, what do you think here this weekend, man? Um, you know, a lot of good football coming up. Um, you know, the Giants are, are in that NFC East division where there's just a lot of uh, interesting things happening. Obviously, Dallas is, uh, you know, suffering big time. Um, Cassells doesn't seem to be the answer down there. What do you think about the rest of the NFC East? Okay, this is what I look at as the season go along, right? When um, when Tony Homo and um, Des Bryant come back, right? Uh, it's not going to be too late, but what's going to hurt them is we only have two games left in our division. We have Philly at home, and we go to our, we go to um, FedEx Field to play the Redskins, right? The Redskins. Right. We own we yep. own the Deskins, so I'm not really looking at that game because Cousins okay. cannot do nothing against us, and he never did. And Philly, right. we owe them, man. Because yes, you do. Yes, that game, that game we went down there, we got bullied, man. And now that JPP is back, maybe that bullying is going to turn around, and the team going to get a little more psyched and pumped, you know. Right. So I, I look at us, I look at us squeaking out that division. We're going to okay. win that division. Right, um, the wild card is not going to come out of the division because Philly, Dallas, and Washington have games left with each other, man, and they're just going to beat each other up the rest of the season. You know, plus they got to play the AFC East like we do, and the NFC South. We have three games left with the NFC South. We have okay. New Orleans this week. We got Cam Newton coming around sometime on um, second half of the season, and then we have. Tampa Bay later in the season. Plus, we got Miami in the AFC. We right. got the Jets, and we got uh, New England, which we own them too. You know, what I'm saying, Gregor, you hear me? We own you. But anyway, man, if the Giants just go ahead on and keep playing the type of ball they playing, man, we're gonna be there, Governor. We're gonna be there, man. I was, I was right. hoping that I was. You know, you told me something last week, and I looked at that and I mentioned it to Jumper about. Adrian Peterson needs to run with the quarterback behind the center. Right, you know, yes. They've yep. been running out the shotgun. Because he went, he had a 70, what was that, 65, 75-yard run the other day. Yep. That was a handoff from the, from coming from behind the center. They need to do more of that. They need to play action with him a lot, man, so they can push them safeties back, man. Because, hey, man, y'all should be doing better than what y'all doing, God. I don't know what happened in there. That's that's your story, but right. I didn't have to speak on that. No, you're right, man. We should definitely be a little better. Uh, obviously, Green Bay is running away with the division once again, and you know, as much as I hate to say it, I got to give them their props. But 
Um, uh, before we let you go, Jersey, uh, just a quick update on the World Series for the people out there. We got runners on first and third. Nobody out here in the bottom of the six for Kansas City. What I just told you. What I just told you. Yes, sir. Huh? Yep. Yes, sir. So um, this yeah. game may not be over just yet. A base hit, uh, get it uh, within one at least. So um, we'll yeah. keep you updated there as well. So now, Jersey, uh, before we let you go, man, um, we know you're a Giants man and Ohio State fan and former player there. Um, also, um, love to talk a little hockey with the brothers that watch it. Now, your New York Rangers, um, the blue shirts as, as they are known. Um, what do you see for them this year? And uh, are they going to be able to keep up with uh, the Minnesota Wild and the Chicago Blackhawks? What they got to do, Gav, they need a big man. They need a big man. They need a center to go with the one they have, right? Because our, right. our one line is great, but then our other two lines is not because we need that center. We need the forcer. So I figured by the time trade deadline comes, they really have in mind who they want to go get, who's going to be available. But that's the only player we need to push us over. Because remember last year, man, we got beat around by Tampa Bay, man, uh, as far as their third line, but the other lines outskated us, but the third line beat us up. Right, so right. If we, if we go ahead on and get another center, man, uh, we should make that Stanley Cup move this year, and I, I look at us winning it, but if we don't, that means management didn't really do their homework and go do get what they need to get, man. But um, I'm looking to see some good hockey, man. I grew up on hockey, man. One night I used to watch the Knicks. The next night it was the Rangers because they was on the same regular TV. No cable, nothing like that. That's show you how far back I go. So one night was the Rangers, one night the Knicks. So I had to watch hockey, man, because I was a sports man. I didn't like regular TV that much, you know. I hear you. All right. Good to know, Jersey. Well, hey, um, folks, th- again, the Chief Rocker, Jersey, Vern, he is half of the Real Cast Ranger show with Jungle Brother. Um, him, John Fisher, we can't forget John Fisher. Uh, we haven't heard from him in a minute, but um, he does cooking with the microwave uh, on the late night tip, usually on a nightly basis. So, Fisher, if you're out there listening, jump on in. We'd love to get you on the show now that we got the Skype thing working. And um, Vern, is there anything that you would yeah. like to to say in passing, or as we uh, uh, finish out here with you, Chief Rocker? Yeah, I'd like to say thanks to you, Governor, you and the First Lady, for allowing me into the mansion and you know discuss things about sports that I think is very critical. And to all the people out there in the Midwest that's listening to sports done right by you know Big Smooth, the Governor Vince Wright, you know, uh, hey, I want everybody to listen to me close, right? I have a show that comes on Monday, anytime between 4 and 7 on Mondays, right after NFL, because I have a show where it's all live. It may be a little rated X, but if I know kids on there, you know, I'll cut it down. But this is a show where I bash teams and I praise teams. I mostly do bashing. And if you come on there and chat with me, I'm going to talk about what you're saying in that chat, and we're going to conversate like we're talking, like me and you talking now, girl. So right. come on there and check out the Chief Rock and Jersey Burn on Monday, you know, the day after NFL, you know what I'm saying, before the Monday night football game. I'll be doing my thing, and um, I have a great technician behind me, you know what I'm saying, the Zen Master Jungle Brothers. So, hey, thanks for letting me come on, Vince. 
Yo, man, anytime you need me, just holler, baby. All right, hey. Like I said, the Chief Rocker, I'm not an Indian, but I can be that Chief all day. Boom, shaka, laka. Hey, wait a minute. Doug Stewart broke up in the studio. Vern, Doc. Uh-oh. Damn, Doug, get out of here, man. Get out of here. Security, get him. Get him. Get him. Hey, Vern, are you okay, man? Are you all right? Yeah, man, because I'm going to get mine for Doug. Tell him he better not be there when I come <laughs> back. Because I'm going to get a cannon for his ass. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Vern, you take it easy, brother. Take care, man. All right, man. Okay. All right. All right, ladies and gentlemen, what can I say? Jersey Vern in the mix. Um, We're going to figure out the hot mic thing. But, um, again, Jersey Vern, Jungle Brother, they are the real cast rangers. They are on Spreaker.com as well. They are on the afternoon drive. Um, they have many, many guest hosts themselves. That Ninja is on there. Um, they get John Fisher cooking with the microwave, his show, but he is on there. I do uh, occasionally get in there and chop it up with Jungle and Jersey. And um, on the weekends, too, like Jungle says, Jungle has a Sunday show, plays a lot of gospel music, his bumper music, which is real cool, and uh, does his thing as well. And um, again, we're going to be expanding to a second show here at Sports Done Right, um, Spreaker.com. And we are going to take one of our last breaks here. We are in the home stretch. Um, as you know, the governor, even though he is the sports governor of Minnesota, was a originally born in the uh, ghettos of uh, the west side of Chicago, as we like to say. Uh, Gov comes from meager, meager beginnings, man, scratching and surviving like good times. But one of the things that we always love is, um, you know, I grew up two blocks from the uh, old Chicago Stadium, which is now United Center, home to the greatest hockey team in the world, the Chicago Blackhawks. Um, And I just figured to take us out in this next break here, um, we're going to go back and do a little Blues Brothers. And um, one of my favorite songs that they play when Chicago is winning, especially the Blackhawks and the Bulls. I'm not so much a Bulls fan, but I am a Cubs and back Blackhawks fan. So um, we are going to take one of our last breaks here, people. We got the Blues Brothers kicking it here. We're going to come back. We're going to talk a little more football and wrap the show up. This is Sports Done Right. Spreaker.com on Tuesday nights. And here is Sweet Home Chicago by the Blues Brothers.
so long I've been sleeping all alone Girl, I miss you Yeah I've been hanging on the phone I've been sleeping all alone I wanna kiss you Yes Yeah, yeah. Oh, Sleep. You've been starving in my dreams, girl. I miss you. Uh, uh, yeah, been waiting in the hall. I've been waiting on your call. And when the phone rings, it's just some friend of mine. And they say, uh, what's the matter, man? We gonna come around at 12 with some pretty girls that's just trying to meet you. We gonna bring a case of wine. Let's go mess and fool around, you know, like we used to. yourself when you want your sports done right you download the Spreaker app to your mobile devices and follow the governor of Minnesota Sports Talk and beyond this is sports done right now let's get back to the show and what's going on everybody the governor Vince Wright sports governor here 
Um, we are going to update um, a game of epic proportions, at least for our girl uh, Shy out there. Um, we got the Minnesota Wild up 4-3 to three on the Edmonton Oilers. There's almost eight minutes left in the third period. Ryan Suter has two goals for the Minnesota Wild. They are looking good. I'm also trying to get an update as well on the Blackhawks game and see how they're looking and we will figure that out here but again thank you guys for joining me the governor uh vince wright sports done right again you can find me on spreaker.com every tuesday night um one thing that i want to tell you about is um, we're going to be doing some live remotes we're actually going to be maybe doing a little contest here where you can actually hang out with the sports governor at a golden groundhog football game here we got three of those left and you can join me in the front row who knows maybe you can join uh, the first lady and myself in the uh, very front row for the wisconsin game Uh, that could always be interesting so we'll see what happens there but a lot of fun stuff and again keep an ear open for us on monday Uh, we are going to be down at target center at the timberwolves opening game against the portland trailblazers uh, their home opener i should say They actually tip off tomorrow against the Los Angeles Lakers out in uh, L.A. And um, I'm sorry, I was just uh, see Tree out in the chat room there. Uh, Yes, Tree, two-hour show. We are at an hour and 45 minutes, so that's why we're getting towards wrapping everything up here. Um, Our girl, Shy, she lives over in Wisconsin, just so you know. Not too far from the Twin Cities. But um, she is definitely on the other side of the river, as we call it over there. So um, in the third period, St. Louis Blues are up on Tampa Bay 1-0 as well. So let's see. I'm trying again to find that Blackhawks score. figure it shouldn't be this hard, but again, you never know. Um, Or do they even play today? Who knows? Anyway, um, one of the other things that we're going to be doing along with Monday night is, again, we're going to be going live from uh, TCF Bank Stadium Saturday. We're going to be doing some updates um, from down there for this Michigan game. We're not going to be tailgating this weekend. We're actually going to be meeting um, some friends at um, one of the local drinking holes down there on campus. But again, we'll have some probably an interview or two from some Gopher fans. Uh, might be some Michigan fans in the mix as well. So, again, thank everybody for listening to Sports Done Right. Um, I appreciate all the love, all the help with this show. We're really going in the right direction. Uh, Tree Taylor, again, props with all the vocals that you're hearing tonight in terms of the opening coming back from the commercials. You're going to hear the closing here in about uh, 10 minutes. And... Um, again, Tree Taylor uh, really hooking things up for the governor, and we're going to definitely take care of her because she's going to have to come visit us next uh, summer up here in God's country, also known as the great state of Minnesota. So um, one of the other things we're going to be working on here for next week, I'd like to get a couple other guests on the show. There's my mother, uh, Reese Bell, is in the chat room. Give it up for Mama Reese. Uh, mom um, you're gonna have to go back we actually took some calls tonight on the show so you'll get to hear some people as we're starting to put voices with the names and that really helps people 
um, getting things done there as well, getting to know people. So a lot of fun um, there also. All right. As you can hear in my voice, I am wrapping things up here in the executive mansion down here in the situation room. Um, lots of good things going on. Let's uh, kind of finish out with some pro football here. Um, as we kind of take a look at the rankings of these teams, uh, you know, you got obviously the Patriots are still number one. They're, they're really just, what can you say, man? I mean, they cheat, they do this, they do that. But uh, Grego's team, you know, that is incredible. They, they just keep rolling, and Tom Brady's the catalyst. Uh, Cincinnati, you got to keep an eye on them as well. Um, you know, the thing about Cincinnati is, you know, they, they're really just building their confidence right now. They're really starting to buy into everything that's happening down there. And they can be a very, very, very dangerous team. Um, the Packers in our division are another team to keep out, uh, keep an eye on as well. Um, I mean, it's just incredible what they've been doing. Um, they, you know, they just keep winning. They just keep winning. So, um, just a couple teams keep eyes on there. Jerry Jones is uh, very happy with Greg Hardy. Um, been printing some stories off from earlier today, and this one I believe comes from CBS Sports. Um, he called Greg Hardy a leader during the press conference after Sunday's loss, and he did not back down again today. Um, quote: The owner Jerry says, "I don't have any different view than I do Sunday. I would encourage." What you see on the sideline, I think everyone is aware of this. It does give you an unfettered and transparent aspect of what goes on with the team. You've got arguably 100 people down there, so you get to see it. What you don't get is the audio part. I have probably the largest drawer of what I call sweet nothing letters from fans and interested people. So Jerry Jones is very okay with what Greg Hardy is doing down there in Dallas. Uh, obviously, he has taken a lot of heat in the press for the way he's been acting down there. Looks like uh, Des Dickerson, uh, who um, is, a, is a pretty badass dude himself, he didn't want no part of Greg Hardy going crazy on that sideline. But also, to be fair to Greg Hardy, he has a lot of support in the locker room as well. A lot of players really uh, uh, praise him for, uh, quote-unquote, his aggressiveness, his effort and practices of what they're saying here in the story. So it, it goes both ways, I guess. Greg Hardy will see what plays out the rest of the way down there for the Cowboys. Um, as we move over, we're going to jump over to the uh, Golden Coast of San Francisco here. The San Francisco 49ers um, are 2-5. and five. They are in last place in the NFC West. They're having quarterback issues. People have called for the head of, uh, of uh, Kaepernick out there, which I don't agree with just yet. But um, obviously the team is struggling. Uh, new coach, lots of things at play. So, again, just got to keep that in mind. But, folks, uh, San Francisco is in the basement, and they've had a uh, apparently uh, uh, not only a team meeting but a team-slash-coach kind of private meeting out there as well. And um, what the coach said to them out there, Jim Tomsula said, is the biggest thing I said to them, speaking of the team, was guys – it's like an Italian dining room. Um, everybody's sitting around the table, and sometimes it gets heated. Dishes get broken. People leave. But everybody's got to come back to the table and eat. And when it's all said and done, we're hugging and kissing, and we're eating good food again. Uh, very interesting take. 
from um, what uh, <laughs> I, I would say was going on there. But again, if that's what, if that's how coach says it, um, you know, whatever. Uh, I do know this, that team's in big trouble, and it's always tough with a new coach, and especially when you're losing with talented players. So, again, we'll keep an eye and see what happens out in San Francisco. And jumping into the chat room real quick, I would like to say what's up to my brother-in-law, Jeff Pohl. Better late than never, as he says. Uh, welcome, Jeff. Um, we've actually taken calls tonight, Jeffrey, so you have to go back and listen. We had a couple little hot mic issues um, we will get that part figured out, but right now I'm just very happy to be able to uh, at least get people on the phone. And as you heard here, we had Texas Tie, we had Jersey Vern to kind of kick us off tonight. Um, incredible. So we're off and running. We'll get that figured out. But again, thanks everybody for hanging out. And I will say this also, as we move to Pittsburgh, Big Ben is back. Um, Pittsburgh obviously struggling with their backup quarterback situation. Uh, Mike Vick out with the torn hamstring or whatever it was, and uh, they really can't wait anymore. So big Ben Roethlisberger is expected to start against the Bengals on Sunday, A obviously a key and pivotal division game for them, and um, big Ben will be back. Tomlin, uh, the coach says, we don't have any reservations or limitations about his ability. As I sit here today, we're comfortable where he is and his overall ability. We're going to need him, obviously. So there you go, folks. Big Ben is back in Pittsburgh. I know the fans will be happy about that, but we will see what he is like. We will see if he is mobile enough to um, get it going there. And, um, well, welcome back, Big Ben. So uh, moving on over to the local team, the Minnesota Vikings. Um, our team, the, the purple, we are digging them. We love our Minnesota Vikings. The stadium is, uh, approaching completion there and very excited to see the new digs, uh, in this stadium here. Um, a couple things that's going on with the Vikings first, uh, good game over Detroit last weekend. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater looked very good. Vikings overcame deficits of 14 to three and 17 to six. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater threw for over 300 yards and for a while the Vikings had a 100 yard rusher and a 100 yard receiver in the game as well so uh, absolutely a good job by the Vikings the defense gave up 274 yards passing to the Lions which is a season low Detroit had 119 after the first two drives meaning they only gave up 155 passing yards for three quarters very very good for the Minnesota Viking defense um, Got to like that. Um, I'm here in the Situation Room. You're listening to the governor of Sports Talk, Vince Wright. And the show is called Sports Done Right on Spreaker.com every Tuesday night. Um, the thing about the Vikings, um, that, you know, they they really have to keep this going now because uh, Green Bay undefeated. Um, don't know if obviously we're going to catch them, but we really got to get set up here for the playoffs. And like Vern said, we should be doing a little bit better. We got to get uh, Adrian Peterson comfortable in that backfield again and see what goes on there. But um, we have Stephon Diggs, who is really, really broken out here and uh, who is really going to put Kadero Patterson out of a job if he hasn't already. already. Um, Stephon Diggs has done incredible things here. You saw the diving catch last week for the touchdown. And again, hats off to them. 
Uh, gotta love the Vikings, and I love Stephon Diggs. What the players say about this guy is that he just he works hard in practice. He does the thing, and you gotta respect a guy like that. So let's get in here and jump in the chat room. Uh, our girl Shy's in there. She's a Minnesota girl, born and raised, even though she's living across the river in Wisconsin. Again, she's not too far away from us, but she loves her Vikes, Wild, and Twins. Good for her. And she is our Sports Done Right girl. Um, the First Lady is out on official business tonight, so unfortunately we won't have her on. We'll hopefully have her on next week, and she can take some calls with us as well. Again, we welcome Jeff in earlier, Jersey Vern, everybody in here chopping it up. The wonderful Tree Taylor, Katrina Taylor, the Tree of Life, as she is called, is in here. Um, talking about she can hear pretty well. Doug Stewart hasn't quite damaged her eardrums yet. Yes, uh, the ever-popular Doug Stewart singing. But again, um, uh, thanks out to her for all the work that she did to get all the fun little bumper stuff. Again, um, if you need any help with your vocals, hit Tree Taylor up. Um, you if you need help getting a hold of her, just let me know. We can get you in touch with Tree. Um, she is a pro true professional, uh, voiceover artist, uh, radio producer, and, again, just an all-around nice lady. And me and Angie had a great time uh, meeting her and the rest of the gang down in Atlanta. And, uh, again, Tree, thank you very much for putting that dinner together down there as well. So, all right, man, for the Atlanta people, we're going to take one last break here. Um, then we're just going to come back and say goodbye. Um, again, sports done right. This is Chris Cross taking us back to old school Atlanta, keeping it gangster, y'all. Not really, but anyway, Chris Cross with the bomb. We'll be right back and we are going to wrap up sports done right. It's the bomb. It's the bomb. I drop bombs like you're a
And all them little punks talking junk, bring it on. Cause I just love taking punks out on. Cause I'm a nappy, happy, bad little son of a gun. And in my eyes, nigga, you don't want none. So watch your back, or come as a starter running. And doodle on yourself when you hear the daddy coming. I know you hear me coming. So you best to watch your back. I know you hear me coming. And I'm called the daddy man. When you want a job done right, you do it yourself. When you want your sports done right, you download the Spreaker app to your mobile devices and follow the governor of Minnesota Sports Talk and beyond. This is Sports Done Right. Now, let's get back to the show. Yes, 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 indeed. We are here wrapping up Sports Done Right taking the last couple minutes to say thank you to the house of representatives tonight great show live calls uh hot mics man we had it all going on from the executive mansion um we're gonna have to get our uh special people through here and uh tighten up the phone there like i said we'll figure out the hot mic situation but folks um i think tonight has been a success I am glad that Skype is working, and I feel bad about putting them down a little earlier in the show. But again, everybody, the Minnesota Wild win 4-3 to three tonight. Uh, we're getting ready to start the Golden State Warriors game. The trophy is here. Um, they are The trophy is now at center court. The rings are being displayed, and Golden State is about to take hold of the championship trophy for their home fans so hats off to them and let's see here let's get a quick update on the world series and again we had the new york mets and they oh it is tied up look at that jersey Vern was right 
And um, tied up 3-3 three to three in the bottom of the seventh. Kansas City's up the bat with no outs. So, again, everybody, again, thank you so much, man. Uh, Tree, again, Tree of Life hooking us up. Um, everybody in the chat room, I wish I could have spent more time in there. But like I said, trying to run this board, doing the Skype thing, as you said, I still got to figure it out, this hot mic thing. But at least you heard from uh, Texas Ty, uh, the chief rocker himself, Jersey Vern. So with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, um, the governor is about to retire to the uh, upstairs uh, private family quarters. May have to break out a little bit of Patron. Um, again, uh, to make sure you're checking out Jungle Brother and Jersey Vern, the real cast Rangers on Spreaker.com. Uh, Tree is going to be having her new radio show called Eye Candy Radio, where she's going to be talking uh, to you about your businesses, more of like an infomercial. So if you have products out there, um, Shy, this is where uh, she could help you as well. And, um, you know, you need to get your uh, product out there, get whatever it is you're doing out there to a big market. Tree is your lady. So you make sure you hit her up and follow her as well. And again, check out the show every Tuesday night. I am the sports governor, Vince Wright on Spreaker.com. 730 Central is go time from the executive mansion. And again, Thank you so much. So, again, this has uh, been a Tuesday night show. We'll probably be back here, I'm anticipating, maybe on Friday. Um, again, we're going to start doing some of those little sports nuggets we were talking about where I can take a little bit more of a editorial tone and just kind of take maybe uh, three to five minutes to tell you what I'm thinking about on certain topics in the sports world outside of just talking stats and scores and standings and all that. So, all right, folks, again, Thank you so much for listening. This is Sports Done Right, live from somewhere in the suburbs of Minneapolis. The sports governor is about to retire. Again, the World Series is all tied up 3-3. to The Bulls win tonight over Cleveland. Minnesota Wild win over Edmonton. The Blackhawks actually play in a couple days. They play Winnipeg, so we're looking for a score that wasn't there. But anyway, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much. And this has been Sports Done Right. Thanks for listening to Sports Done Right. Tune in and turn up every Tuesday night, 730 Central on Spreaker.com. Search Sports Done Right. That's W-R-I-G-H-T Right. Hosted by Vince Wright, the governor of Minnesota Sports Talk. It's about time you got your sports done right.